everybody, it's Sandra Ganley here and you're very welcome back to the Country Chats podcast. I'm in awe right now because this is my first podcast actually in person. I have a real person beside me uh, and this is very exciting. And as you can see, I am here with the stunning and gorgeous and fabulous Gary Gamble. <laughs> Gary, how are you? Sandra, thank you very much for having me. I don't know where to look. You're, you're doing I know. us on there. We have so many screens. We've I'm delighted to be on your first uh, live visual recording I and know. audio, of course. This is mad. This is my 35th podcast episode and all of them have been on Zoom and virtual. So it's my oh first my one in person. God. I don't know where to look either. I'm delighted to be a part of your fantastic podcasts and um, young Gavin Grebbin done a great job last week as well. So... Good wee pal of mine as well. And well done to Gavin, he won an award for that music video. He did. You want you better tell us about the music video. Well I helped produce I helped produce and direct it and Gavin and the family got the band together and different things up in the hill and the mountain. Oh, it was a great day and it was a great video and he's a great young lad and uh, a great future ahead of him. And if anybody's never seen Gavin before, go and see him. And he's got the same initials. Oh, there's a question oh, for yeah. Sandra. Which three country singers in the country music industry have the same initials as Gary Gamble? So there's one here and there's two more. Gavin Grimm and Jerry Guthrie. Hey! Ten points for Sandra. <laughs> I'm on the ball. I had a spot before you even finished your question. Um, so people will be wondering why are we together? Yes, we're currently touring uh, with Iron and the Tour, with this, which is a new production. It started back in 2019 and then obviously because of the pandemic, never toured since. But um, we were delighted to work with Sandra Ganley, who's a fantastic dancer, and the other cast, which is Ashley O'Toole, another dancer, and Chloe McCarthy. And the three has got together and they really bring um, a different expertise and beauty and um, flamboyance and gorgeousness to the show. <laughs> so it's absolutely great. They have a great style as well, by the way. You certainly, certainly do. And you're just super dancers. And the crack is amazing. The crack, it? we're having the best crack ever. Oh my oh, God. It's, it's brilliant. And we have obviously yourself, we have Elaine, and we have Richie Remo. We've got yes. great gang. So we're looking forward to having Richie and Elaine coming up on the podcast. And this is day seven, I think, is it? Day eight? Show number seven is tonight. No, we're in low staff tonight. Irish dancers usually have a seventh day off, don't they? I've never worked in shows where we had a day off. Oh, yeah, no, never. Oh, no, right. I've always just worked straight. But some Irish dancers have a day seven. Some tours, some of the, the Irish dance tours where it would be just full on Irish dance and mood, yeah. Right. But I've always been in a show like this one where it's a mix of everything. Well, we are in Lowestoft now, which is on the far east coast of England and right across the waters, Amsterdam. So and we're going to head there tonight. Oh, we're happy days. Tomorrow <laughs> we're in Edmonton. Then we're in the Beck Theatres in Hayes. And then we're moving to, I think it's Waterseal. Yeah, so when this podcast comes out now, this, yeah, this Wednesday, when this uh, episode comes out, we'll be doing our last gig that night. No, yeah, don't leave us. Oh, we'll, be, we'll be popping up to you, don't worry, this is not the end. Sandra must have her head done on, folks, with me, because I've been driving the van, I've been cooking the food, and I've been roaring and garling and keeping everybody mad energies up but i don't know i just don't stop to that's what you need on tour though i think because <laughs> i think a lot of people think oh when you're on tour it's a very glam life and it is but it's not at the same time so we do need that bit of energy it's not glam really is it we bring our own glam with us so sandra glamly and gary glamble <laughs> so this is look like, like there's nothing in this room only us and we've already glammed it up it's sparkling and there are well if you're in our change room it's so noisy up there at the moment with everyone else but the hangers, oh, there's beautiful dresses and clothes hanging on it, that's glam. Mm. We've got our own catering, that's glam. We've got all our own products, we've all our own healthy food. 
you have to be healthy on oh, tour too, don't, don't talk you? to me about that. Mm, you do? Don't talk to me about Sometimes that. Sometimes the band guys, they like to stop at McDonald's and we hate. Sorry, we can't say that, can we? No, Guess we can't. McDonald's can. doesn't go McDonald's is not for me. Not uh, for me. Learned that out. I don't like McDonald's because it doesn't fill you up. It's okay. There probably somebody will say, well, eat the healthy stuff. But sure, I like to just go to Asda and pick your own lettuce and your own strawberries and your own juice and orange juice and different wee things and make up your own. Well, you've been touring for a few years, so you're used to kind mm-hmm. of... Yeah, used to cook it on used the road. to cook it on the road. So, uh, so going back to that, touring for a few years, I mean, you're... You're you're on the music scene now for what? Nearly twenty plus years. No God. <laughs> Do you hear her? Let me think. I started on two thousand and four, but that was with a band. Ah, you're not fair. Oh, sorry, two thousand. It was New Year's Eve night, two thousand and four. So two thousand and five, first of January. And when, who did you start off with? Oh, my first band was was with John McGillian, Vancey Gray, Eugene McCoggan, and um, I think it was a guy from Castle Derg. Or if it wasn't, it was Brian Donnelly on keyboard, but it was in Marshall. So it was Anne, Anne Reed Lee, by the way. Sorry. And it was absolutely fantastic night. I had my friend Jacqueline McHale on fiddle. And then we done a we done Frankie's of Rafaux after that. And we done a launch night in the Milford Inn with a man called John Kerr from Donegal, who's a legend at the time. And was and this your uh, band? Or was this was my own this band. This was Gary Gamble. Yeah, Gary Gamble band. and the Ramblin' Men or Gamblin' Men. No, Philomena Begley was the Ramblin' Men and we were the Gamblin' Men. And um, then we went to Scotland, and um, I was just going to call the day. But then we couldn't believe it. We were on one gig in Scotland, which was about maybe 40 people, which was good for first time and not knowing, and having a single or an album. Then we went to the second gig, which was 100 miles away. And the people that were at the first gig, say 80% of them, drove to our second gig, which was nearly 100 people. And the people that was at the second gig all drove to our third gig. And we were like, what has just happened? And they just, they, I don't know, everyone just seemed to love the crack and the band. And, you know, we, we just went with it. And we played what they liked to hear. And I was over the moon. And then what, there was three promoters over there. And they all rang me and said that week saying, we don't know what you've done, but there's people messaging when you back and do this. And the next minute I was called over to do the spot. And that's what ever since I've been just to Scotland. And the second time I was there was with Philomena Begley. And we were doing the Invergordon Country Music Weekend Festival. And it was absolutely amazing and um, I sang with Philomena a few times before that but we flew there and um, she just loved Scotland too and when we flew to Scotland she, me and her just clicked like that and we were friends before that only but we just just made her better for us better friends because she introduced me to a lot of her friends and pals and like Philomena when she was 20 30 years of age she was touring and she was staying in people's houses there at that time it was just a little bit different she says and she says oh gary she says we were staying in this woman's house one night she says and we had a couple of wee drams which is drinks in scotland way up in up in the highlands and um we were having the crack with a band and that family they stayed with which were good friends of philomena's at that time because of their music they took the swords off the wall and they put them on the floor and they danced around the, no, the way you do a like brush, a brush dance, dance, a brush yeah. dance, like, so they danced around that, and she was telling me about that, and now the, that was a woman's house she danced in, her daughter, mm-hmm. the woman's daughter, which is, which is called Linda, uh, the woman's house that Philomena stayed in, now drives Philomena around the place, and also was a really good friend of my own, so Philomena introduced me to a lot of her fans over there when I was singing, and she brought me up for a few duets, and just somebody to do that, something like that means a lot, and then, plus the fact, 
you go through a stage when you start off in the singing career, even like dancing, you go to different places and venues and Irish centres to try and teach people yeah. some kind of Irish culture, tradition or some lessons in dancing or go there to sing. Well, we I was at a stage where I was about to give up and um, dance. Yeah, I was about to ask you, you said you were going to pack it in. We were, yeah. Why that, though? Just um, we, we found it. No, I just, when I'm on stage, I'm happy. I don't know what it is, there's a bug there. Um, Everybody says, oh Jesus, how can you travel 10 hours to a gig? I can travel because I know at the end of it there's a stage and there's a crowd and they're, if they're willing to, to come and see us and pay to see us, well I'm willing to travel to see them, know what I mean? But um, I'm just a happier person doing that kind of job. I know it's very long hours touring, but I do love it. But um, yeah, we're on a stage where we're doing some of the theatres. I remember Daniel says to me, he says, uh, he says, well first of all, he heard of me doing this Daniel O'Donnell impersonation. He says, what's going on? So I was invited to do my Daniel impersonation at one of his shows, which was the Viking, or sorry, the Kincash at Donegal Show Festival. And had he seen you do it or just he heard? He didn't see, he just heard, there's this bar doing Daniel O'Donnell. Oh, and Daniel wanted to hear what the crack was. So I landed to it anyway, and I couldn't believe it. Now I was only singing in front of 80, 100, 200 people at that time. And the place, place was packed. So I was sitting going, I should be nervous. I know this, I wasn't. And I hadn't met the man. And I was taking, like, I wasn't taking the piss out of him, sorry. I was impersonating a man. So I was backstage, me and my sister travelled up, we were in there in the band. And Daniel, I said to Daniel, have you a mirror? And he was like, oh, come on over here. I'll show you a mirror. Well, Sandra, he opened this flight case, which must have been seven foot, and it just opened out. And I was like, oh my God, suits here, a mirror here. All these drawers, and it was just like, oh, just like a, like a dressing room. That's amazing. What's this? I know I must get one of these. So I'll get you a mirror now. So I put the wig on me, and he held the mirror behind my head, and it just slid out. And I was like, "You fixed my hair like you, Daniel." <laughs> and it was wild crack. He says, "You better hurry up because you're going on now." He says, "Well, I'm going on, but you're going on this day." So I jumped on and went on, and I think this is kind of what happened. I I went on singing with the band, and everybody thought it was Daniel. And then Daniel came on the other side, and you could see the audience kind of looking. It's very funny. We sang a few songs, and um, the crack was good. Then Magella came up the stage, and we hear the audience going ooh, like this to see what Magella's <laughs> yeah. blessing or verdict would be. And I said to Magella with the mic, I said, Magella, who do you prefer, the young Daniel or the old Daniel? And she took me mic, she goes, I prefer the real thing. Ah. <laughs> you know? And see, after that there, Daniel says to me, how you fix for doing the autographs tonight so I can go home and stuff like that. And we talked and we had the crack and um, I met all of his friends and fans. And he told me, whenever you're in England or Scotland or anywhere in Ireland, because there was thousands of people at it, he says, go and see this guy, mm -hmm. Gary. He says, you shouldn't be impersonating me, you're only promoting me. He says, promote yourself. So people still wanted to see me doing that. Yeah. I'm, I'm doing it to this day. I still do, yeah. So we went back to England then for the second time for some shows that we weren't going to do, but because there, was, there weren't great crowds and we were finding it tough in England to, to get into the... We got into labour centres, but we weren't just drawing the crowds. So we went back and we're kind of just disheartened and setting up the gear. And we're like, oh, a lot of phone calls about tonight. Promoter said in the Irish Centre, Tony Flanagan in Manchester Irish Centre. I was like, Are you sure, Tony? He says, It's not for us, though, is it? He says, It is. He says, um, There's one spot tickets, too. I was like, My God. The last time we were there, there was about 22 people. Mm. We went and we couldn't believe it 180 something people, uh, which right. was big for yeah. us then, but obviously we would probably get bored of that yeah, now. Yeah. But just starting off, and every one of those people we met were like, We seen your Daniel's concert, we seen your Daniel's concert. Uh, so one man, like Daniel, 
and one woman like Philomena Begley helped get me into you know and through the doors and meet yeah. their fan, friends and fans so that's the same at the start of the conversation I mentioned a young guy Gavin Griffin and if there's anybody like that that's doing so well and just needs that extra push it's good to just get them, their name out there and help them and there, there's lots of great singers out there as well <laughs> Gareth Pritchard from OMA super yes. guy as well Another good one. I mean, there's so many young people coming out onto the scene and that's one thing that I do try and do is get them all in the podcast because mm-hmm. it's another way that they can get talking about themselves and get themselves out there. A stepping so, stone yeah. to get noticed, to get recognised and to, you know, get on the bandwagon. I know it's tough, like, but, you know, it's, it's good. I and mean, slow and steady ones the race. You know, the quicker you go up the ladder, the quicker you'll come down it. But just... You keep going and keep going and it'll keep work. Tipping away. You look bad keep tipping away. Good days and bad days. And oh, sure. You know, see, we've had thousands of great shows and if you had one bad show the whole place would be chatting about it tomorrow yeah so they won't chat about the good shows but see all the bad shows Jesus, when they were in there last night there was only really 60 it wasn't great yeah it could be one of the the artist's best gigs i could I, I don't know i found that i don't i says to the guys in the band i don't care if there's two people or 222 mm-hmm. people or 2002 people i'll still do the same show yeah that's exactly what i say mm. about glasses and even last night i know at last night's gig we looked out and the theater was only half full and mm. we were kind of like oh, oh it's only half full and that, was only, that was only show though they were <laughs> but they were a brilliant crowd they were, they were a really good crowd. All up on their feet at the very yeah. end, singing all our songs, and oh, it was just amazing. I'm sure everybody that's following your social media, Sandra, mm-hmm. or my own social media, will see that the crack's good. Like oh, the crack is. And the crowds are great. So. So we're happy. She's no Some I went on stage last night. I didn't even know where I was because you're always on the go and always on the move. It's a pure. It's a pure, mm. a pure blur. We're here a week now, and it's an absolute blur as to where just we were yesterday. For it's yeah. For me now, it's a way of life. Like I would. I, Are you touring more than you're at home? Oh yeah, definitely. I was actually thinking about getting a motorhome just because <gasps> I'm on the road oh, God, all the time. No, I'd have so to go. So there's any sponsors out there that want to sponsor? Yeah, a sponsor way. <laughs> yeah, we'll put your name up the side of it and we'll tell everybody about it and we'll take them all around it. So I did get one there and um, sorry, I didn't buy one. I hired one just to see what it was like. Me and a fella, and um, we went up a few years ago up the Highlands, and um, we gigging at the time. American. Oh no, I just took a week off just okay. to see what it would be like. I loved it. Don't know if he liked it right now, but um, there was an American fridge freezer in it, and now there was bunk beds in this one. I did like that. I would kind of like a lounge in the front. We can make into beds. A lounge at the back. Yeah. We can make into beds. So that if you had a few people in, you know, you could say, oh, sure, lie there, lie there. That'd be a great idea. Oh, especially when you're on the road, and especially when like most shows, you'd be probably traveling two, three. Four ish hours. But then again, you're based in Donegal. Donegal, Tyrone area. Yeah. yeah. But then again, um, I don't know if it would work or not. But sure, look, I'm going to try it for the crack. Why not? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> You've got nothing to lose. Only a few grand. <laughs> oh, no, no. Well, come here. I priced one in Ireland, and it was, I was fifty two thousand. Brand new. Yeah. And then we went to England, and the same mm. one, same year, same whole lot was something like thirty eight thousand. <gasps> With England, yeah. So I flew to a few different places. So I am looking. Okay. But then my brother says, you might buy it and just live it at the back of the house. and might just lie there forever. So That's it. I might just buy a caravan instead. Caravan, yeah. <laughs> but the best thing about a caravan is I was chatting to friends of mine and they have a motorhome a long time. And they've always been changing and upgrading motorhomes. They've stopped the motorhome thing because they just find the driver through towns and villages and car parks and stuff. It gets too big, it's bulky. They get a caravan, go to a caravan site. Well, this is if you're doing holidays and vacations. They park the caravan and then they just unhook it and then they drive around in their car. Yeah. 
So there's pros and cons to it all, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, but the bird tickles your fancy, so I haven't a clue. You'll have to wait and see. The summer's coming, so I have you to can, decide. Yeah. Well, it's cheaper to buy them maybe now because it's. Let me think. Ah, cheaper to buy. Oh no, they'll be starting to go up for the summer. I think it's September, October is the season to change or buy a car. Well, over here we have a van anyway, so there's six of us in each van. The party wagon. The party wagon. The Russell party wagon. Abba is on the go <laughs> most of the time. Uh, yeah, it's the Abba mobile. The Abba mobile. Yeah. Agneta mobile. Yeah, so Abba's on the go the whole time. But um, well, as well as your obviously as well as, as you're singing, you also have your own comedy show. Yes. Which I can't wait to see. Oh, Sandra, you have to go. I'm to already it. up to speed with some of the script. Well, oh, that's right. Elaine I'm, Boyle, yeah. who's touring with, on the show as well. Elaine's from Donegal and um, fabulous singer. Absolutely brilliant. She's such a lady. You do an impersonation of Elaine. I see it on Snapchat <laughs> <laughs> or Instagram. You have to check it out. I'll put it up in my You can check it out on my story. But Elaine's fantastic and she's also an actress and um, she definitely is because you should see her on stage. She's super. Um, she always would say, oh, you know, I'm shy, I don't know what to say, but once she gets on, she changes. She's probably like me, I don't know where it comes from. You, you either have it or you don't. You have the bug for it, or you have the feel for it, or the talent. Anyway, um, the show's called Sorry for Your Loss. I play two women in it, they're sisters, but they don't speak, thank God, because then I can't meet myself. <laughs> and Elaine Smeller's sister, so it's Barbara, Alice, and Magella. Magella is a girl who has this deadpan voice, and she talks all the time. I'm not well at the minute, and I was down the town yesterday, and I says to myself, I better go on and see the doctor, and I went down and I seen the doctor, and this is what I do, and he says, take a ticket, and I talk a ticket, and I was standing there for an hour and a half, this is when's the doctor going to see me, he says, this isn't the doctor, this is the butcher's. <laughs> so she goes on like that and then Barbara is just this mad woman over the top she thinks she knows all but she knows nothing and then Alice is just kind of straight this and try to keep everything right but they live in this wee house cottage in the middle of nowhere the town called Banyan which is um, a fictional town in Ireland um, you might know the songs there is three lovely lassies in Banyan Banyan. I think Dania Murphy recorded it years ago, God rest her. And also Eileen Donaghy, God rest her. And um, we just, three lovely lassies in Banyan. These are the three lovely lassies in the show. And um, they are sitting, they will have a happy life. They don't want to be tortured or bothered. And they do their own things. They're set in their own wee ways. And this under-detector, we call Undertaker, comes to the door and says, uh, have you seen Uncle Paddy in Australia that went away 30 years ago? Says, I oh, well, if he left here, he's not on the house now. He says, but you have to wake him here because he's your, your next of kin. Well, we're not waking him here. He says, so get out. Like, we don't want not, no bullers or no dead bodies or no coffins or wakes in here. I says, look, but this man has an inheritance. Inheritance? Oh, bring him in. We'll wake him. So <laughs> this, this is how the story starts. And then it's just a laugh a minute straight through right to the end. And there's a twist then at the very end and a wee plot of whatever happened. It's just, it's just mad mayhem. And they even pulled Paddy out of the coffin, which is awful. Lovely. But the audience just fall apart laughing. Mm. It's just crazy. So if you are, if we are, in, we are in Galway on May the 20th of 2022, in case you're listening to this broadcast in 2048. And um, we're looking forward to that show. Uh, it's in the Town Hall Theatre. THT.ie is the website in Galway. Sandra Ganley is going to be our special guest on stage that night. She doesn't know yet, but she will be. <laughs> and um, yes, and uh, if there's anybody listening to the show that would like 
to um, free tickets. Like free tickets. <laughs> we'll give two away. What's part of your broadcast? Well, we can. Ah, there we go, guys. There you go, folks. All you got to do is send Sandra Gandling an email or a message or some kind of e something. Something to let us know. Oh, we can ask them a question. Right, see if they're listening. Yeah. The question is, what is the name of our uncle and sorry for your loss that we have to wait to get the inheritance? There uh -huh. we go. So send us a message here on the uh, Instagram or the Facebook page or find yeah find the po find the podcast here give us a message and we'll give away two free tickets there you go what now it looks good to you yeah. and there's one for everybody who sends an email who sends an email I guess well, the answer right yeah no, I guess the answer right and we pick who we want only two people <laughs> only two people not everybody yeah. we're going to do a gay burn on it there no we'll sort that out so we'll see then who's listening there we go well thank you very much Harry for that um, what was I going to say I was going to ask you how long is that show on the road or was that a pre-covid or, or oh god I wrote that in 2017 oh, with wow. Sinead McAteer and Claire Dunbar and we were had help with Aid McKay McKay from Straban and um, we just developed it slowly and slowly and we chopped and changed and took it apart and um, it's, it's an Irish wick and we took it to, we've been in Glasgow, the Royal Concert Hall in Glasgow, Birmingham, Irish Centre, we've been to London with the show, we've been all over Ireland, we have another, I think it's 15 dates this year, well obviously we couldn't tour in 2021 and 2020 because of the mm. Covid, but um, we, our first seven shows were all sellouts. That was before was absolutely amazing and we were just shocked. Nathan uh, went to it, Lisa McHugh went to it, Olivia Douglas has been to it, Magella O'Donnell, Daniel wants to go to it, um, um, Kathy Durkin has been to it, Jim Devine has been to it, so many country singers. Mm. So what we do, Hugo Duncan has been to it, Sean Cody has been to it, we take the, Curtis McGee has been to it, sorry I'm just thinking, <laughs> we take their photographs of all singers who's yeah. been to the show and put them on the set. Ah. And spilled it up. Paul McCaffrey, another Donegal singer, lovely. good friend of mine, he's been to it as well. That's fab. Yeah, that so if you're a singer and you want to come to the show, get in touch because, as you know, at an Irish week, we love to have a sing song. And what we do when someone's in the audience is we bring them on stage to sing a song. Or so, do a dance. Or do a dance. Sandra Gandhi will be dancing at the week. <laughs> so if you'd like to see her dancing at the week, do for the crack. And there's a twist. Because they actually get a little small script before they come on the stage. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I'm even learning more about the show now that I'm talking oh, to you here. Oh, God help you. And there's people dying now never died before, so. Yeah, sish. That's the reality, isn't it? <laughs> oh, stop. So that's the show. So there you go. Enter the competition. You know about the show now. Yeah, all our dates are on jmgmusicgroup.com or sorryforyourloss.co.uk or garygambleshow.com. There's a few things for you to go and look at. And actually on JMG website, you can also find the show details for the current show that we're on. Ireland um, the Show. Ireland the Show. And that is touring again during the summer, so you can check that out. It sounds like we're going. We're not going yet because I still have a few questions. Where are we going? Well, like we're not leaving the podcast oh, yet. Oh, no, no. No, it sounds like we're finishing up there telling everyone to go and no, look No, no, no. No, we have a while to go yet because did Good. you know there's a quick fire round? Good. Have you questions for us? <laughs> yeah, All right, I can't show you. Right, right. I can't show you. I actually did write them out because we've been on tour. Um, my mind isn't as sharp as it normally is when I'm sitting at home in the office. So, quick fire round with Gary Gander. Apologies in, in advance. Are you in nervous? Oh, well, the last one I don't like first. So, it's first answer only, and we'll just see what happens. They're totally random. You're gorgeous. You're fine. Right, question number one quick fire round. Can you dance? Yes. In what capacity? Jive, a little bit of Irish dance and waltz. Actually, you can Irish dance because you do a bit in the show. Yeah, yeah. treble up. Yes, yeah, he does. No, he can dance. Okay. We do know that much. Okay, best venue you've ever gigged in. Oh, best venue I've ever gigged in. <laughs> That's tough because I like them all, but 
Is there one? Is there any one that sticks out, or any gig that sticks out? Um, best. I think it was Canada in the Holy Heart Theatre in Newfoundland. I love that. Was it an Irish festival? Oh, it was me and the band, and our special guest was Anne Marie O'Reardon, and it oh, was with yes. Unicorn Promotions. And Unicorn. Leo Puddister, God rest him, was the promoter. And there was, it's a 1500-seated theatre, and we had 952 people. Wow. And that was in November 13th, 2018. You have some memory. It's crazy, I know. The way you remember names. Oh, and I met so many people, I have so many fans and friends. And oh, and I know they're probably going to tune into you because I'm going to share this stuff out of this. <laughs> share, this. share this stuff. <laughs> Well, thank you. Share the sugar out of it. So that was your best gig song, Canada. I loved it, yeah. I like Canada. Um, I love Ireland, I love England, but it's if it's not the people, um, sorry, it's the people, it's not just, it was just the theatre yeah. and the way it was shaped and the way the sound and the acoustics, I know it's echoey in here, but it just says, wow, I like this mm, theatre. Yeah. I just, I just, I know obviously I haven't played all the theatres in the world, but yeah. That's and the plan. That sticks out. That's the plan, yeah. We're yeah, the Holy Heart Theatre. And uh, it was a nice big theatre. And I remember that night we played there. Ron Hines that wrote the song, Sonny, don't go away, I'm here. He died just after our show. Oh. And Ron is actually from that from that area. Ah, oh, okay. So, St. John's in Newfoundland. St. So. John's Newfoundland. Oh, God rest him. That was a great song, game. too. It is a nice song. Right, sorry. Quick so, fire. moving on. What's your favourite song to sing? Um, favourite song to sing? I like Hello Darling, um, and I also like Sweet Sixteen. Oh yeah. I like the wee slow ones, but I don't know if I'm great singing them, but I'll do them anyway. You do speak them. What's your favourite song to listen to? And I'm not going to venture for ABBA here, but oh, <laughs> anything from ABBA. See, I love every song. I you love... do have an awful eclectic mix mm. on that in that. Well, Enya is what I would listen to a lot. How do you find your top list songs on this? On Spot? Oh, oh. I don't know. Can you do that? No. I know they know at the end of the year they do it, don't they? Yeah, you might be able to get it now. But if you go into your playlist, go into um so for anyone that's not Raf, we're here looking at Gary's Spotify. Oh that's right, you can't all see I am you know. Yeah, if you go in here and you go no. Search. Oh I'm offline. He's he's on flight mode, so it doesn't matter. Anyway, Enya and I Enya Um I like my dance music. Yes. I listen a lot to dance music as well. I like a wee bit of ABBA. Which is so different. But you know why I like what ABBA? Mama Cash. To the genre you work in. I know. Oh, I know. But you see, I listen to country music when I'm trying to look for new stuff. Like a new country album I'm working on at the minute, which is... Ooh. I'm doing a double album, believe it or not. Wow. New stuff. Um, some original, some of my own. And then me and Elaine's working on a separate project, which is for a dance, mm. uh, pop genre thing but it's, it's totally different from country music but i listen to a lot of dance i love the patterns love the music as well and then i like enya and all the slow music and tranquil music and peaceful mm. music and it grounds you i think so takes you away from reality yeah. for a while but and most singers i find most people that i interview listen to so many different genres oh yeah i listen to everything i could be listening to rock one minute slow music next minute uh, mad music pop country everything mm. Cuckoo clock just not. But that's how you get all your inspiration then for different bits of I probably, I know. Yeah. And then I'm, I'm, I've got a bit of a studio built now. Sorry, I built a recording studio. Mm-hmm. Sorry, not a built. I'm not a bit of a studio. I built a recording studio. And it's a fully functional studio for vocals and music. And I had Olivia Douglas in there last week before we came on tour. And me and her were just putting down tracks and all. And I've recorded one. And I've actually got it with me. Part like the interface of some of the computers so I can record. Mm-hmm. And Ronnie's going to put down some... 
uh, instrument work for me, and so is David and James and Liam as well. So. Brilliant. Yeah, we've had Olivia on the podcast before. God, it was back in, I think, series two. She's so crap. She's lovely, absolutely lovely girl. So next, can you play the instruments? Yes. Can play bass, drums, bagpipes, piano, guitar, acoustic guitar, bass guitar, tongue muscle, recorder, accordion, something else. And guess what? I don't play one on the stage. Exactly. Yeah, you just sing. Isn't I couldn't I believe it when I heard all that. I know. And how did you learn all that? Just from when I was a kid. I had, my first instrument was drums, then I had an accordion, and then I had, I think it was a piano, and then a guitar. And, and can you bass. play them all proficiently, like? Yeah. Play the way, and it's actually surprised some singers and artists because they're like, how the hell do you know that? I was like, I just play away at the house and play guitar and play bass. And like, that's, that's nice. very good. I let Ronnie hear me bass notes the last night. He's like, did you do that? He's like, do you oh. ever play, ever play in any of your games? Nothing like Why? I don't know. I just, I feel like it can throw me if I'm doing my vocals. So I like to concentrate and hear my notes in my head. But then I've found that when I'm singing with the bass, I kind of tend to go, you know, let my vocal kind of just kind of relax more and yeah. focus more on those so I'm going I've got a never ending love for you you're kind of ah, and then when I'm singing about it I'm going I've got a never ending <laughs> so I, it's like yeah, I can't multitask that makes sense yeah no that does make sense Um. so who is your favourite American country music singer mmm Loretta Lynn mm-hmm. what and Shania Twain good call who's your favourite Irish country music singer mmm Follow me in America. Does it have to be Philly, yeah. Yeah. Philly and Louise Morrissey, great singer too as well. I would be Philly, not Louise. Mm-hmm. I like all those kind of high range tones, you know, and I can hear them distinctively. And I toured with Philly, as I said earlier, and toured with Louise Morrissey. We done in America a few years ago for three weeks and um, just listening to her and her vocals. Oh my goodness, it's mm-hmm. just. When, when she sings, just you'd hear a pen drop. Yeah. She's a heavy interviewer. Chris no, Oh, Louise, Sandra Gandhi's looking for you. I must <laughs> ring her now, Louise. Don't ring her while we're recording. Why not? After. We should, we're not. <laughs> no. Won't we? Would you stop? I want for the crack. No. Louise, get out of your bed. You're a bad influence <laughs> on this podcast. Jesus Christ. Oh, it's good crack. Oh, you're hilarious. Um, Tell us something we don't know about you. Now, you've already told us that you play all these instruments, which many people would not know. So come on now, tell us a wee secret now. Tell something I don't know yeah. about me. Hobbies, oh, other hobbies. hobbies. Um, I love going walking. I love photography. Um, a lot of people don't know that I do make music videos for. That's a, that's a recent enough project, isn't it? Yeah, it's about actually. I've done the most recent stuff I've done for Brendan Shine. Um, I'm just I'm doing stuff for love. I've done stuff for Love Douglas. Sorry, during the pandemic. Um, who else? I've loads. Curtis McGee. I've done his brand new DVD, which is twelve songs. Um. I've done Richie Remo's video, Joe Moore's, and oh, so many. I can't John McNichols. John McNichols, brand new one at the moment. Sorry, folks. Irish Heart, amazing video. Well done, John. Um, we've also done John's last video with his sister as well. And um, there was one on during the week, and somebody says, I wonder who done that. And I says, Oh, God, <laughs> will I tell them? I don't think I did, but it was me. Uh, it was on TV. Um, who was it now? Can I get... Oh, Colin Harney. Do you know Colin Harney? No. Great singer, great guy. Down to earth, he done a tribute to Brian Call. Oh, okay. And my dad phoned me and says, Hi, sir, that's a good video there. Your man uh, Brian Call's on it and featured not Paul Harney. That's a good everybody. You should be doing stuff like that. I says, Daddy, I didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> so that was funny. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to doing uh, I don't, sorry, I don't like Flavins as well. And one with Hammond Joe Moore. And I 
Declan nearly took for one done. I'm doing Sean Cuddy's when I go home. What do Declan's? Oh, I Declan's can't wait. Oh, he's mad. He's sis. my number one. Declan nearly's Hooli in the Sun is, has to be one of my favourites. Is it? I'll get away. Declan was the Declan Ernie's Hooli in the Sun was the first one I've ever been on. Mm-hmm. Myself and Brian Cole flew to it and flew home. And oh, Brian Cole went to Scotland and England a few times with me and I'd done a few shows with him in Ireland and he was just. Oh, a gentleman, I can still hear him in my head chatting because when me and him got together, we just talked and talked and talked and talked. And you know me, so yeah, I haven't shut up. Stop. Tell people about your Blackpool weekend. Oh, we are going to Blackpool. It's called, I do this thing on Facebook called Ramble with Gamble. Um, you don't do today's one. I, I just go live and show everybody where we are because there's some people sitting at home and maybe they can't go out or maybe they don't want to go out. And I know I have a few friends that just want to see everything on Facebook and look all the time so I feel like I'm kind of just opening up a wee world and showing here where I am today look and there's this one and that one I tell a few jokes maybe sing a few songs show them Sandra Gandhi's with me or somebody else's with me and um, have the crack it's called Ramble Be Gamble so we decided to call our getaways to Blackpool, Glasgow or Killarney or wherever we're going to Ramble with Gamble Ramble with Gamble takes us to Blackpool with Robert Mazel, Paddy O'Brien, Sean Cuddy, Owen Mack, Elaine Boyle, Paul McCahill, Slim Attraction and many, many more. And if anybody wants to go, it's on the 8th, 9th, 10th, 11th of April. And there's seven rooms left. And by the time you hear this podcast, it'll probably be booked out. But if you want to check it out, countrymusictours.ie and ask for Sharon Kelly. She'll look after you. And for a wee discount, just mention Sandra Ganley. <laughs> I know Sandra Gatley. I've never and been. What? I've never been a discount quote before. I'm honoured to be discount. I can just hear Sharon. Hello, I heard the podcast. I have to mention Sandra Gatley. So go. What are you all about? Yeah. The only feelings I've had with Sharon is I was on Boogie on the Bravo. Aye. Yeah, with That's Robert sorry. a few years ago, and oh, I uh, so Sharon would have been booking us in. Hello, I've, Sharon. <laughs> I have one more question. It was kind of a double-ended question. I want to know your pros and cons of the country music scene. Let me think. Um, oh God, I don't know. The, the pros are really easy. You know? uh, I mean, there's so many pros, but what's the cons? Because as I as we said at the start of the podcast, it's great being on tour and in okay. in theaters every night. But it's not all glam. Like no, it's, I it know. isn't. It is. I all glam. I love to travel. I do. I always love travel. I've even got itchy feet sitting here now because. And You're Edmonton, I'm looking forward to checking out what Edmonton's like tomorrow. Um, I can't wait to see, see what it's like. But sometimes I do find, like today I'm a little bit tired, but I'm okay, I'm still going. But what happens when you get tired is your voice starts getting to, And you know yourself as a dancer, Sandra. Yeah, the, the legs. Your legs the start injury, going. Yeah. Yeah. So we need probably more hours in bed. Yeah. You know, not sorry, not us, but uh, together. I mean, in our Yeah, no, we're not, yeah. <laughs> Me and Sandra need to go to bed, folks. Yeah, we need to go down and ask. Sorry, all the band and all the cast and all the crew and dancers and singers, we all need to get to bed. We're up at nine, maybe in the morning, ten away, sometimes eleven, and we're not getting to bed at half one, setting at two, up again in the morning, so yeah. it's tough old life. And we try to get a sleep back. We've been yawning. I'm naturally yawning thinking about it. I have been yawning today as well, yeah. so that's all I do. So we better go because um, Gary is great for bringing, so Gary has a steamer with him and he does the dinner for us every night. So he has yes. potatoes and sweet corn mm-hmm. and broccoli and what else? Well, co- well, I can make a salad for everybody. I have baby tomatoes, onions, or pickled onions, and we have uh, beetroot and we have uh, lettuce and we have Branson pickles. So that's a wee side salad. And then you can have your baby boiled potatoes, your broccoli, your carrots, your cauliflower, um, chickpeas if you wanted, or you could steam some salmon in a 
tinfoil, which I don't eat, but I don't eat meat, as you know, vegan. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to say virgin. Vegan. And then we have um, sweet corn in there and peas and... Oh, there's loads of stuff you can do to steamer. Yeah, and it but says... The guys eat you Sure. Yeah, because I suppose the har- the hardest thing I find about tours, fair enough, the breakfast is generally included, but it's it's the lunch and the the dinner. Did we lost the, the screen? No, Arizona has gone, but we're all right here. Uh, it's the eating out is kind of the most expensive part and mm. that kind of thing. So yeah, it is. It is so, folks. If you're going on the road, even on a holiday, or going touring, or you're going to check out an area for I don't know for singing, or you're going on tour, uh, you probably thinking let me think oh you're probably going to spend 35 quid easy a day if you go to a restaurant 14 pound for a bite to eat drinks maybe another 19 and then you've got the shop coffee two pounds six pounds mcd's on the way home mcd's way home there's 30 quid so what we do is we get a breakfast in the morning free and then we have three pound 85 fed seven people on our tour one night so two bags of potatoes baby balls which went on the steamer were at £1.50 for the two bags and we also had sweet corn which was 24p 48p for our peas and our um, broccoli and our gravy was another I think it was 20 odd p or 30p something like that reduced diet just go down and get your vegetables and everybody loved it and we had salt and butter already there and I have the plates and forks and so there you go and everyone's happy and some people on the tour have spent a lot of money eating out but the cool guys of the tour, like us, Sandra, we have just saved a lot of money. <laughs> well, I've been half and half. I've ah, enjoyed yeah. my eating out, but I have had a few spots. But Monday out. tomorrow is non-steaming day. There'll be is no cooking really backstage. That's the only day ah, I take off on Monday. Really? And then, so it's eating out tomorrow for me. Ah. So I might go to, if there's a Nando's in Edmonton, I'll go to Nando's. Because yeah, they do a healthy. good vegan yeah. chickpea burger. And it's healthy too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't mind cooking out. So if anyone is around Edmonton on Monday, <laughs> you'll find Gary and Nancy. Yes, I'll be there doing a ramble with Gamble. And also, um, oh, come here. By the way, you're going to be over here checking out some Irish centres for your dancing. I am, yeah. So uh, during the summer, I plan to do a social dancing workshop. For those that might be new to the Woo-hoo! podcast, I am a social dance teacher, full-time social dance teacher, and I run Jive and Junior's Dance School. So I am hoping to do a few workshops over here uh, in the UK during the summer. Um, that's the plan. So I'm in the middle of sorting all that out, and uh, we'll... we'll We'll have to see what happens, Alan. What happened? The computer here in the background? Yeah, so oh, we, it died. It did, I think it did die. So we had Zoom here on as well. Um, and that seems to have gone bust. But it's converting. So if we get the charger into it, it might I work know. now. We're all over the shop. So this is the last for 40 minutes. Yeah. So can I sing a song? Well, come here since it's St. Patrick's Day now in a couple of days' time. Will you be 40 Shades of Green? Or Higgler or St. Patrick, you pick. Uh, 40 Shades of Green. Right. I close my eyes and picture the emerald of the sea From the fishing boat set dingle to the shores of Donaghy I miss the river Shannon and the folks at Skibbereen The moorlands and their meadows with they're forty shades of green But most of all I miss a girl In Tipperary town But most of all I miss her lips As soft as eider down Again I want to see and do 
the things we've done and seen. Where the breeze is sweet as Shalimar, and there's forty shades of green. Happy St. Patrick's Day, Sandra, and all your listeners, and thanks for having me on. And that song was written by Johnny Cash, who toured Ireland one time and just fell in love with our wee country. I'm so relaxed right now. That's fun. Did you enjoy that? That was so relaxing. Hello, Mammy Martina. <laughs> <laughs> I get it up there. Well, my mum has been enjoying watching Gary uh, and following Gary and myself on tour. So, yes, hello, mum. And uh, I'm totally relaxed after, after yeah. listening to that song. Uh, therapeutic. Th- oh, I'm meant to be mad. I'm telling you, therapeutic. <laughs> we better go because, you know what? There's things to do. There's food to be cooked. Yay. There is... What else do we have to do? <laughs> we have to get dolled up. And we have to, what else, warm up and all that fun stuff. Yeah, we have to get the curtains down, find out where we're standing, get a positioning. And I have to learn the last part of the dance, which is treble and treble. Yeah, it's only night seven. Treble and treble and up and treble and back and treble and one, two, three. And then bring it out. Switch. And then toe up, yeah. down, two, three. Yes, then we have it. I'm so you just have to do it now on your feet instead of your hands. <laughs> and he's up, and he's up. <laughs> right. I think it's time to go because this fella's up off the chair now. So, guys, as always, thank you so much for tuning in to the Country Chats podcast. This one was a bit different because for the first time I am in person with one of my guests. Um, and make sure you go and check out Gary on Facebook and Instagram. He's great and for his, and, and all that jazz. He's great for his ramble with Gamble. And so keep an eye on them and go and check out his show as well. Sorry for your loss. And that's it from ourselves here in the UK. We love you, everybody. There we go, guys. As always, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Country Chats podcast. As always, mind yourself, stay safe, and I'll chat to you soon. And stop fighting. Slon, guys. Slon, I'm a spotted.